Welcome to Earl Stewart on Cars with Earl and Nancy Stewart. Reach them with your questions at 877-960-9960. Here's Earl and Nancy. Good morning, everybody. Thank you very, very much for joining our show. We're a little different for you uh, true oldie fans. Uh, great station, lots of fantastic music, 60s, 70s music, and that's the kind of music I love, too. But what you're listening to now is something entirely different. I say that to our new listeners. I hope a lot of the folks have been following Earl Stewart on Cars, which is the name of the show, for the past 10 years have been looking for us because we changed stations. And here we are at 95.9 and 106.9 FM, also 960 AM. And uh, we're a talk show. We're a consumer advocacy talk show, live radio talk. Real fun, you know, live radio. That's a lot of fun. And uh, my name is Earl, uh, Earl Stewart. I'm sitting in the studio now with a team of auto experts on buying, leasing, repairing, maintaining your car. And it's a little bit of a how to do it, but more, really more directly speaking, this show, Earl Stewart on Cars, is how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by your car dealer. And I say that, uh, well, what do I say that? Unapologetically. I say that unapologetically because the fact of the matter is, for as long as you've been buying cars, and probably your mother and father were buying cars, it's not been a pleasant experience. Okay? To you skeptics, to you few lucky people out there, and also to you car dealers and employees of car dealerships that are getting ready to attack me right now, let me give my proof. I've got some really, really good proof about my comment about car dealers ripping off buyers. And it's the Gallup poll. The Gallup organization, probably the most prestigious polling organization in the world. You can't turn on the TV. You can't turn on the radio. You can't pick up a report about a poll. And it's usually Gallup. Uh, They are the most reliable. Every year since 1977, the Gallup poll has been asking you, Americans, which professions do you consider the most honest and ethical? In fact, the name of the poll is Honesty and Ethics and Professions. It took most of the professions that we deal with on a day-to-day basis and just asked the question. Transparency, honesty, integrity, how do you feel about it? Well, you know what the answer is going to be. Car dealers come on, on the bottom. Now, you would think that with the evolution of consumer advocacy, Uh, educated consumers. I mean, there's a big difference between 1977 and 2018. A whole lot of things have changed. Uh, We have a a vast wealth of knowledge. Uh, Google, I'll just name one, Google. Google really has got the sum total of all the world's knowledge. And all you have to do is ask the question. If you want to know the cost of a car, if you want to know the rating of a car dealer, if you want to know the anything about anything, if you want to know uh, how many electrons there are in the uh, mercury uh, atom, I mean, you can find out anything that you want on Google. So all this uh, 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 knowledge is there for everybody. You would think that the car dealers would realize that you can't fool all the people all the time, but they're still trying. Every year since 1977, the car dealers have come up on the bottom and sometimes next to last, or their best year ever was third from last. Uh, Last year, 2017, the first full, uh, the last full year of the poll, they were second to last to congressmen, or was a lobbyist. 
either lobbyists or congressmen were on the bottom. And next to last, the worst, were car dealers. So that's why we're here. That's why Earl Stewart on Cars exists. We're a service to the community. And this is not an infomercial, by the way. I don't pay the radio station to do this so I can sell cars. And total transparency and, and disclosure, I am a car dealer. I still am a car dealer. I've been a car dealer since 1968. And uh, I even wrote a book called Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer. Why confessions? Because I'm not going to be the squeaky clean guy. I'm not going to be the guy that's going to stand up here and talk on the radio and tell all car dealers that I was always a, an honest, transparent dealer, because I wasn't. I was kind of born into the business. My father was a car dealer. He started in 1937. And I just kind of emerged. I came along in 1968. And I did business just like all the other car dealers did. I sold cars just like all the other car dealers did. Bait and switch advertising, uh, uh, dubious uh, sales practices, uh, uh, advertising cars. I couldn't sell you for the price I advertised them for. I did a lot of that. And about 20 years ago, I started to pardon the expression, get religion. I I started to worry a little bit about what I was doing. A lot of things happened in my life. Uh, I had kids. I had, in fact, my oldest son is in the studio with me now. Uh, he's in the business with me. Uh, when he was getting ready to go out, in fact, when he went out in the world to find a job, he didn't want to have anything to do with the car business. He didn't like the way I did business. I mean, you talk about a uh, a dagger in the heart when the father hears the son say, Dad, I don't like the way you do business. I'm really sorry about that. I, I never got the chance to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never got a chance to stab the dagger in my heart. But <coughs> anyway, that's just that's just one of the many things. I have two more sons in the business. I have a wife, Nancy, who's in the studio with us right now. And uh, <clears throat> I think Nancy would be one of the first to admit that I've changed a lot. And... Uh, so here I am, the recovered car dealer, trying to help you buy or lease a car without being ripped off by your car dealer. And I've got Rick Kearney sitting next to me. Rick Kearney is, uh, Rick, tell us a little bit about yourself. He is one of the most knowledgeable guys on repairing automobiles I've ever known. Uh, good morning, everybody. I'm uh, 25 <coughs> years working on Toyotas and uh, almost 27 years in the business. And... Uh, I've just gotten pretty good at dealing with the problems and figuring out how to solve them and uh, making Google one of my best friends. Because I'll tell you what, the Internet is full of information on how to figure out what's going on with your car. And probably the best advice I can give anybody if you're dealing with a mechanic that you're not quite sure what he's talking about and you want to do your own research, Google it. Because I'll tell you, it'll explain it and help you understand what's wrong with your car and whether or not yes this is a estimate you can trust or whether you need to get a few more estimates on that issue with that's your car. A that's a great suggestion that is really a great suggestion you know one of my problems uh, with Google is I can't remember to ask Google and I find myself scratching my head and I'll call my son or I'll call my wife or I'll call Rick I mean I go I, I'm so used to asking other people and they'll say well I'm not sure and finally usually what my son says Google it <laughs> <coughs> if you can just remember 
Maybe I should tattoo it on my hand. Google well, it. That's how I answer we, the phone when you call me. Yeah. Google it. Yeah, right. Well, when, when you call me, I usually just try to stall you for a few minutes while I'm Googling it. Try yeah. to find out for sure and make sure I know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about Rick. You know, we were talking about, you know, Rick was born in 1968. That's the year I started in the car business. Uh, I think about Rick and uh, how cars have evolved. He's been doing this about 25 years. You know, when you pop the hood 25 years ago, uh, you open the hood. Even I, and I'm not a mechanically inclined person, I could tell, you know, this is that, and that, here's the coil, and here's the distributor, and, and and I could see a lot of the parts, the working mm-hmm. parts of the car. Today, all I see is this these giant black modules. And, and, and that's the way they've all evolved now. Everything, 25, 30 years ago, you would need to take your car to a mechanic every so often for a tune-up, and he'd pull out the screwdriver, and he'd start making adjustments here and there. But now... Everything on the car is computerized, and the computer is literally doing a tune-up on your car yeah. 20 or 30 times a second while you're driving the car. You know, I just forgot something. I got carried away, and I forgot about the most important oh. thing. And I bet you, Nancy Stewart, that was exactly what I forgot to do. Absolutely. Living together for as many years as we have, we can finish each other's uh, sentence. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you. For spending your Saturday morning with us right here at TOC. That is the true oldies channel. And for the next two hours, well, there's not going to be any music, but you'll definitely be entertained and informed. So stay with us for the next two hours. Uh, the mystery shopping report, I can't say enough of it, uh, about it. Uh, to all of you who are maybe t- tuning in for the first time, yes, we have a mystery shopping report every single week. And we have been doing the mystery shopping report for, I'd say, probably 10 years. And uh, it certainly has been enlightening. And uh, as far as you, the listener, uh, the caller, all of you, we have your best interest at heart, and that's the reason that uh, we've done these mystery shopping reports. It's an exposure of the good, the bad, and the ugly. So please stay with us and give us a call at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And ladies, first two new lady callers, you can win yourself So give us a call, say hello, let us know you're listening, and uh, I will uh, send it back to the recovering car dealer. Yeah, ladies, that uh, 50 bucks is cash, by the way. It's uh, uh, no strings attached. Uh, You don't have to sign anything. You don't have to do anything. We value you so much as a caller. Uh, We find that... uh, that women have a whole lot to contribute. They, they, they're a special segment of consumers, and unfortunately, women sometimes are, are uh, looked down upon when they come into car dealerships. Some of the uh, old boy networks, most car dealerships have very few women employed, either in sales or service or parts or any of the other departments of the dealership, maybe uh, less than 10%. So 50% of the population out there are you women. You buy cars. And you should be represented. So we want you to call this show and tell us what your problems are. 877-960-9960. Write the number down. If you, you probably don't have a question now, but you will have a question, I promise you. If you listen to the show for 15 or 20 minutes, you will have a question or a comment or a criticism. 
And remember, this is live talk radio. It's exciting. I mean, I get nervous. I mean, my pulse goes up when I sit down and put this microphone in front of me. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. People can call and they can say anything. Uh, and we love it because excitement makes entertainment. So 877-960-9960, write the number down, and please text us. If you're a little bit nervous about being on live radio, you can text us at area code 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. It will be... Uh, it'll make this show better. It'll make it more interesting to you and everybody else who is listening. Uh, I want to say, and I want to compliment, thank Nancy. Uh, she's working injured today. She's working hurt. Uh, she pulled her neck muscle. Matter of fact, I had her in the emergency room yesterday. And uh, she is, in spite of that, sitting here with a heavy microphone and headphone around her head. And a smile on her face. And a smile on her face. <laughs> so uh, she gets a purple heart for working injured. And uh, then I, my son, Stu Stewart, who I mentioned is sitting here, and Stu is a guy that, oh, we have a caller, I believe. We do. Uh, good morning, John, and welcome to Earl Stewart on Cars. Good morning to everyone, and thank you guys for giving up your Saturday to educate the public. Oh, thank you so much. I just want to so start much. off with the sad news of a very wealthy uh, Floridian passed away yesterday, and he was the founder of AutoNation, the largest car dealership in the United States, uh, Wayne Heisinger. Oh, he died of cancer, and he was 80 years old. But I just want to announce that. And the second thing I want to say, this is a special anniversary, 60th anniversary year of the starting of the Monroney sticker that appears on every brand-new car, manufacturer's MSRP, also notified that noted at that and um this sticker is so important because before that all kinds of games could be played mm -hmm. and nobody really knew what the manufacturer or the list price so-called list on a car was but this sticker goes beyond pricing and the base price and the accessory price and the content of the material on the car and it also has the uh plant manufacturing on it and it just goes uh, miles per gallon epa standards with the city and uh, road mileage and it's just an education in itself and it's a starting point and we're very thankful that this was issued by this senator by law and it's already 60 years old yeah. so i just want to mention that and uh also earl makes us aware that next to that, some dealers have what they call a phony Monroney. Yes. And that just is nothing to do with the manufacturer. It's the dealers add on for nonsense, air and tires and striping and uh, all kinds of crazy things, but not people not to confuse that with the actual manufacturer's MSRP. Exactly. So I wanted to mention the importance of that. And then I have a question. For either Earl can answer it. My neighbor bought a Mustang, as I forget the year, down in Miami, and for three and a half years, it's a Mustang convertible, he's waiting for the airbag, the sensor, for the recall, and there's no sign of it coming in yet. Wow. Is it legal? Could he possibly? He really doesn't use the car much, but it's the passenger side. I know Ford won't do it. He asked him, but can his mechanic 
disconnect until that part comes in and makes the car usable. Is it the passenger or driver's side? Passenger side. Passenger side. Would it be legal? I mean, can it be done? Maybe it's not ethical, you know, uh, by federal law, but could it be disconnected and then till the part comes in? And now, meantime, it would make the car usable. Let me ask you a question, John. You say the sensor uh, is defective and they do not have a sensor to replace it? No, not, you know, the recall. You know, the Takata oh, airbag sensors oh, that explode. When, oh, the you know, Takata, okay, From an inflator. accident or, I see. you know, when, from the weather in South Florida here. Yeah, I see. I believe, and again, I'm just, I hope there's some lawyers listening out here. I believe it is illegal with the uh, driver and owner of the car's consent for a uh, technician uh, service department to disconnect uh, the uh, airbag. Uh, and um, I know at some point it was being advocated by the manufacturers. I don't know that we've done any of that recently. And uh, Rick is shaking his head that we have not done that. So uh, that is something you'd have to research. Uh, I would think, and as a lay opinion, not a legal opinion, that if you own the car and you sign a release, that a technician should be with that uh, able to disconnect that. And the point being, as you say, if you have a passenger driving there, you have to make a judgment. Is he under greater danger without an airbag, or is he under greater danger with an airbag, airbag that may explode upon impact? Rick? I, I think with a release signed by the owner of the car, there should be no issues whatsoever with disconnecting it. I know when the campaign first came out for the Takata airbags, Toyota actually had us disconnecting some of the bags, and then they came down and said legally we couldn't do it because they weren't obtaining releases from the owners yeah. first. But I, I would see no issues with disconnecting well, it. Well, you're, you're, you're not a lawyer, and I'm not a lawyer, so uh, I would advise your friend to, to check with a lawyer on that. Here, here's one thing that complicates the issue a little bit. I don't want to go into this too granular here, but uh, statistically, uh, every Takata airbag is not going to, even defective one, is not going to explode on impact. Uh, there have been something like uh, 20, 20 have killed people. Who knows uh, how many have actually exploded and not killed people, just injured them. Uh, it's a worldwide terrible, terrible situation. So I'm going to pull a number out of the air. Uh, if you're in an accident and you're, uh, say, a head-on collision and the passenger airbag is disconnected, you might have a 25% chance of being killed. If you have the Takata airbag employed with the danger of the inflator possibly exploding, you might have a 5% chance of being killed. So if those are the odds, then you might say you're better off leaving the Takata airbag intact than removing it entirely, entirely which is essentially what you do when you take the, disconnect the sensor. So that's something that needs to be thought about and decided. A decision has to be made. Uh, in terms of the liability of the owner of the car, check with your lawyer. That's my advice. Well, the means, reason I mention that is eventually Ford, they will get the part in, and they told yes. them that. I mean, yes. this is a fairly new car. Yeah. Uh, what I'm concerned about is the hundreds, probably hundreds of thousands of cars that are out there that are older, yes. and they will never get the part. Mm. What does that make them? That people have to scrap the cars? Uh, that's the know, reason why <coughs> I bring that point up. That's because a terrible Because we question. know that, that there are cars that exist that will never, never get the recall part, and they won't be fixed. 
Well, so twenty-five percent of all recall cars never get repaired. So twenty-five percent of those cars with tick-out airbags will never be repaired. And the older they get, the more dangerous they get. So you're absolutely right, John. Yeah, well, that's why I just mentioned it. All right. Well, thank Have you. Have a good day. Much. I'll wait for later for the shopping report. Great Thanks, call. John. Thank, thank you, you very for much, being John. there. Thank you. Uh, to uh, John's point about it being sixty years uh, since the. Uh, Monroney, you know, label was instituted, you might say. Well, I would say it. Uh, can you imagine what Senator Monroney, if he was alive today, how he would feel about all of these car dealers that are breaking the law? I mean, there is some very important information on that yeah. Monroney sticker, and it has been, well, played with. So to Senator uh, Monroney, uh, congratulations on a fabulous job. I think that he was a senator in Oklahoma. Does I forgot. that ring a bell? I forgot. 1958, I remember that because that's the year I graduated from Palm Beach High School. Mm-hmm. And that was the year Senator Maroney uh, was able to pass, get this law through uh, Congress. And uh, if, if, you know, we don't even think about Monroney label when we buy a car, but I'll give, I'll give everybody some advice. Don't ever buy a new car without knowing exactly what the Monroney label says. If you know nothing more than the manufacturer's suggested retail price, the MSRP manufacturer's suggested retail price is the price that each auto manufacturer suggests. Now, the fact that they suggest it doesn't mean it's a good price, doesn't mean it's a bad price. Matter of fact, it is a bad price 99.9% of the time. It's too high. So what's the value? The price is high. It's suggested by the manufacturer, and it's a lot of money. It's a big profit to the dealer. There's not a dealer in the world that wouldn't uh, give his right arm to be able to sell all his cars at sticker price, MSRP. Let me be careful when I say sticker, because manufacturer's suggested retail price, MSRP. But what's the value about the suggested price by the manufacturer? It's the same on each car of the same description. So if you're buying a Chevrolet Impala and you have the same MSRP on two different ones, Roger Dean Chevrolet sells one for uh, $18,275 and so does uh, AutoNation Chevrolet for $18,275. Those are the exact same cars. They're exact same cars. Apples and apples, right? When you buy something, you always want to compare apples and oranges. If you're pricing apples and you decide to buy an orange, you've got no comparison. You've got no relativity. So you should always, when you're shopping and comparing and getting competitive bids, be sure the car has the same manufacturer suggested retail price. Why do the car dealers confuse you? As John Law, or John Law, as John from Palm City said, uh, when he called, he said, there's something called a phony Monroney. It's an addendum label. It's a, another sticker that car dealers, almost without exception, they counterfeit a Monroney label. They inflate the price with whatever they want to. A lot of times they just call it market price adjustment. Sometimes they use nitrogen in the tires or stripes or, uh, you know, uh, road hazard. And they come up with all sorts of low cost, and then they over price the, the product. So they inflate the price over the Monroni suggested retail price. That way you can't compare apples and apples. They don't want you to compare apples and apples. But by law, 
they are required to keep that MSRP, Monroney label, on the car when they deliver the car to you. Now, I'll tell you what, most car dealers don't do that. If the Monroney label is not on that new car that you bought when they deliver it, uh, you should insist on seeing it. You can verify that it's, that it's the right Monroney because it'll have the VIN number, it'll have the dealer's name, it'll have a lot of good information about gas mileage, and uh, it's really, really a valuable piece of information, but especially for the MSRP, Manufacturers Suggested Retail Price. So um, this is one of the reasons I get so upset about what car dealers are doing. This is a federal law. Now, what about the Federal Trade Commission? What about our federal legislators? They all know this is going on. They buy cars. Their kids, their mothers, their fathers, their friends, everybody buys cars. And nine out of ten times when a person goes in to buy a car, there's a counterfeit Monroney label next to the official federal sticker. They're, it's, they're breaking a federal law by trying to fool you. Nancy? I was just going to bring that to your attention, but, uh, you know, uh, it's just amazing. How many people know that that is the law? How many people know that you're either going to do jail time or you're going to pay a substantial fine? Um, have you read anywhere you've been in the car business since 1958 have you read have you spoken to anyone who said listen the monroney label is not where it should be um it has been fudged and and, and played with and so on and so forth. have you heard of anyone going to jail yeah we did some mystery shopping reports on that a long time ago we ought to go out and do that again i believe it was greco i can't remember which car dealer it was but Greco. we went out and we found uh a car dealer that had most of the cars on the lot without Monroney labels on them. Yeah, Senator Monroney, um, he he put that law into place for a reason. And if you uh, if you want to look him, if you want to Google him, uh, like we do everything, you know you can see where, why, and how he decided to put that. Uh, into law i mean into law you can pay a fine you can go to jail but i don't know pam bondy give me a call let me know if uh, she's the attorney general let me know if you know of anyone who's been you know put in jail or has had to pay a fine yeah and by the way the other trick the car dealers pull with respect to this they will come up with names pseudonyms for the monroney label most people don't even know the word monroney label they call it the sticker price now that's where you have to be careful because there's also a dealer sticker price. That's the phony Monroni. And sometimes they refer to the Monroni as the list price. What's the list price of that car? Well, there's a dealer list price, and that's the, that's the phony Monroni. That's the counterfeit Monroni where they inflate the price of the car by sometimes thousands of dollars. So when you hear the terms dealer list, you hear the term sticker, you know, that's your, your antenna needs to go up. You need to think, there's something wrong here. He didn't say manufacturer's suggested retail price. You're either going to have to have MSRP, manufacturer's suggested retail price, or Monroney label. Anything else should be suspect because they do it on purpose. Yes, confusion. Okay, give us a call. I'm getting a little bit nervous. We have okay. no phone calls. 877-960-9960. Write the number down. 877 877- 960-9960. Call in and rattle our cages. Yes. And you got a text. And ah, well, I forgot about the text. Oh. 
I forgot about yeah. the text. Okay. Let, let me find that text here. While yeah. you're pulling that up, I'll give our listeners the telephone number again. Uh, that's 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Uh, now back to Earl. He is going yeah, to... Where's Tina? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Tina, if you're out there, that's probably her right now. I think we're She's looking up Scotty Kilmer's latest video. Oh, there we go. Here's a text. I had an old 1971 Volkswagen Super Beetle with a semi-automatic shifter. Back then, I had a paperback book called Volkswagen Repair for the Complete Idiot. I was able to take care of a lot of the problems that came up, fix my own alternator, for example, uh, forget about doing anything like that on th- on today's modern cars. And then the texture, thank you very much. That's a really great text. And also, he sent us a co- book cover uh, copy of the book. It is really uh, exactly what he said. He says, uh, fair-cooled, air-cooled Volkswagens, uh, bugs, buses, gears, gear. Carmen Gear. Carmen Gear. Carmen Gear. High performance. Thing. And then, the, and then the title is How to Keep Your Volkswagen Alive, a manual of step-by-step procedures for the complete idiot. <laughs> it looks like, a, awesome. looks like a coloring book, doesn't it? Yeah, that is really cool. I'll pass, pass that <laughs> Oh, I, I love that. Cause yeah. That's a vintage-looking uh, yep. vintage book cover. Yeah. I, ha- I had a 73 Super Beetle. <laughs> yeah. You did? They were, they were awesome. Amazing. So we've Amazing. got a call from Desiree. Let's yeah. go to Desiree hey, real quick. Hey, Desiree. It's so good to hear from you. Good morning, guys. Good How morning. are you all this morning? Good morning. Thank you good for calling morning. in. How, you're so welcome, Miss Nancy. I heard that you're not feeling well this morning, so I'm hoping that you get better. And, uh, you know, it's good to be a trooper, you know, and, and come on and and still do your thing. So I commend you for that this morning. Oh, thank you. Being a trooper sometimes yeah. gets me in trouble. I know. I, know, I think I'm Wonder it? Woman. I well, we all do. That's the thing that most women do. Yeah, that's a, a woman is born with that. That's in her DNA. It is. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. But uh, my question for you guys this morning, since we've been talking, um, I tried to get through last week. You had such an awesome show last weekend. You guys were swamped with calls. Oh, thank you. Um, the question this morning also, it has a lot to do with the, the Takana airbags again, and um, Volkswagen. I have a friend who has already purchased uh, a Volkswagen from the uh, Alphalese, and the question um, that they have is, if they've already purchased a vehicle uh, and they didn't know about the Takana airbags um saga is what i call it um what can they do now as a um how do they check to see if the if the car has a Takana airbag they bought a volkswagen a 2013 passat Hmm. well desiree uh thank you for asking the question because it's on the minds of a lot of people and as we speak i see uh, Stu and Rick both uh, clicking the keys on their PCs, <laughs> and we're going to find out okay. for you. And I'll give out a Thanks. website that all of you can use anytime to check the VIN number on your vehicle to tell you if you do have a Takata airbag. If so, is it defective? And if it is defective, is there a replacement 
available. And that website is from the National Highway Traffic Safety Association, NHTSA, also known as NHTSA, and it's simply www.safercar.gov, G-O-V, www.safercar.gov, G-O-V. And you can put your VIN number in, and as a matter of fact, everybody should do that before they buy any car. Before they even... So that's so you can actually do that. Say, for instance, if I'm actually going on the lot and I see a vehicle that's a pre-owned uh, vehicle, mm-hmm. I can then take that take that VIN right then to check while I'm there. Because that's sure a can. lot of people don't really, you know, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of women don't know that because we, sure. like I said before, we're the ones who go, you know, on these dealerships, uh, on the, the car lots, and we're the ones who are checking. So... A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that. Most people don't, Desiree. And as a matter of fact, there's another thing you can do that's not quite as accurate as that, but it'll give you a good idea. Virtually every car dealer, I say virtually because there's always an exception, uh, will Mm -hmm. offer you or at least have a Carfax, C-A-R-F-A-X, Carfax. Carfax is a very reputable, large company that almost every car dealer uses and before they sell a used car or even before they buy one or trade it in, mm-hmm. every car dealer wants that Carfax report because the Carfax report tells you if the car's been in an accident. It also tells you about mechanical condition, repair history, and most importantly, maybe, it tells you about recalls. So the Carfax report should spot a Takata airbag recall or, for that matter, any recall. It should also tell you if it has been repaired. So. This is wow. so important. This is so important because it's a life and death question. We have a triple yeah. check. We do the safercar.org. We have the Carfax report. And you can also do this at the car dealership. You can ask the car dealer to check with, let's say you're looking for a Honda. You can ask the car dealer to go on his computer, and he can do this for you. Honda dealer can. And he can go on and put okay. the VIN number in. <laughs> he can tell you if Honda says wow. the car has a Takata recall. So you can... Uh, each of those three processes we have found mistakes in. Uh, about 30% mm-hmm. of the Carfax reports are inaccurate. Uh, probably 5% of the safercar.gov reports are inaccurate. And uh, closer to 100% of the car dealer manufacturer reports are accurate. So not 100%. So if you do all three, then you're virtually going to be sure you don't have a problem. Wow. Okay. Thank you, guys. Well, thank yeah, you, I just, Desiree. And I really, yeah, I really just needed to, you know, try to figure out, like, because it was like, well, I don't know, what if what if I don't know um, if the, the car that we purchased uh, has that, that Takana airbag in it, you know, and he has his family in it, and mm-hmm. so I was like, well, you know, um, let me call and check that question out. Yeah. <laughs> so, Desiree, the best way to tell is to go to safercar.gov and put in the VIN number to get the most accurate information. But looking on their site right now, the 2012 to 2014 Volkswagen Passat is included in the Takata airbag recall. Hmm. So there is a very good likelihood that that car does have a Takata airbag. And if it does, you'll need to contact Volkswagen very, very quickly to... Have them find out how soon they can get an airbag in that car for you. Anybody that wants to uh, text us the VIN of their car, we'll be glad to run it right here and let you know right away. So if your friend, uh, Desiree, uh, wants to text us, and he can text us at 772 
772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. Text us the VIN number of that Volkswagen Passat. We'll run it for you at safercar.gov. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, guys. And you say 2012 to 2014, that's the actual uh, window. Yes. Yes. Of possibility, of a possibility of it being uh, with the Takana airbag. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Desiree, Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Desiree, that was really nice of you to call for your friend. Uh, so uh, you must, she must be a or he must be a, a real good friend. And you know, in this world yes, that we ma'am. live, yeah, you know, in this world we live in today, we have to take the responsibility of, you know, just the knowledge. Uh, it gives us power, and to keep our ears and eyes open. And Google can help you in so many ways. So uh, I hope we helped you today with uh, giving you the www.safercars.gov uh, website. Stay in touch yeah, with us. Yeah, you guys really did. I promise you I will, and thank you guys so much. Yeah, okay, you're a great you caller. Enjoy thank the rest of your Saturday. Okay, thank you. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Remember, you make the show, so we're waiting to hear from you. We are going to go to Howard and Cy. I'm not sure if everyone who's listening today well, were listening last week. We had quite a a great conversation and uh, we were informed by the two of them and uh, we were also entertained so Howard and Cy welcome to Earl Stewart on Cars well thank you this is Cy Howard and I called last week this is a thank you call to Earl and the the team Uh, last week I called about a parasitic drain on my Honda um, uh, Acura and uh, Earl was very kind enough, uh, after listening to my problem, to offer me a complimentary diagnostic test, which I took yesterday. Um, Josh, the service manager, was wonderful. Um, they took the car in. Uh, Rick called me. They diagnosed the problem as being um, attributable to my Bluetooth. Uh, it had gone out. Um, it was not working, but apparently Rick was able to determine that that was a, a problem on the Honda Record, you know, the Honda Acuras, mm-hmm. um, and he felt uh, a module which was warm and when it shouldn't have been. So apparently, it was draining power from my battery, even though it was not working. Uh, they found it and they fixed it on a complimentary basis. And I truly appreciate the, the, the courtesy of, of, of having the check and the accuracy and the quickness with which they found it. So I wanted to thank Earl and Rick and Josh for well, helping me out so much. Well, we're glad to do that, Howard. And, and, I mean, sorry. And, uh, you know, it just reminds me I'm sitting here next to a computer genius, and we call him a technician. But uh, it reminds me of an old joke. Uh, Cy, do you know what they call the doctor that graduated last in his graduating class in med school? No. They call him a doctor. So <laughs> the message is when you go to see a, when you go to see a mechanic, 
you you need to sign you need to find some of the graduated first in their med school class, and that's uh, Rick Kearney. So you, the the message there is, if you have a problem difficult to diagnose, or you have a problem that they quote you a whole lot of money to fix, you need to get just like you would a medical opinion. You need to get two, maybe three opinions, and uh, you sound like you might be about my age. Uh, I go to doctors more than I like to, and any time they want to do something serious on me, I always get a second or third opinion. And the same thing when you own a car. You're always going to get a second or a third opinion. You'd be surprised. You'd be shocked. I think statistically insurance companies say that when you have a second or third medical opinion, 90% of the time it's different than the first opinion. That's frightening. Uh, and it's the same thing with your car. Well, this time I'm sure I got it fixed right. Rick yes. was right on. Yes. And uh, he, he told me the, the easiest, cheapest way to fix the problem, and it's done. So I can rest assured that when I go back up north, I don't have to worry about my battery dying when I'm at a motel somewhere in North Carolina. <laughs> no nope. right. Well, and, Cy, I, I, will, I will absolutely confess, because Acuras are not my number one product, but... I will confess that, yes, I did research that issue on Google, and that helped lead me right to the solution <laughs> and helped me diagnose and verify what was going on. And it's it's one of the greatest sources out there. It's awesome. Well, I thank you. My pleasure, sir. My pleasure. I think Howie has a question. Okay. Yeah, I have a question for you. Shai's uh, going to be interested in buying a new car. Uh, when he comes back in November, will the 2019 uh, Camrys be ready by then? Good question. Probably towards the end of the year we'll probably see them. I don't know if it's going to be October or November. Um, Toyota has a uh, unusual rollout schedule, so sometimes they come out in the middle of the year. we got Avalons coming out in, in May, and so it all depends on the cycle. But um, I would guess towards the end of the year. Hmm. I did have a question on that. Uh, I find that it's much more difficult, as I'm, Earl mentioned them. I sound like I'm up in the years, and I am, driving at night when I make a turn. And I know they have something new on some cars called adaptive headlights where they turn mm -hmm. with you. Do you know whether any of the Toyota chain, the cars have that or will have that? I don't think so. I don't think we have the intelligent adaptive headlights. I think BMW uh, might have those. I'm actually Googling it right now because I have no information of that coming out. Lexus, Lexus probably has it, I'm guessing. But if Lexus has it, Toyota will have it. And I believe, from what I've heard about these, they're really cool uh, additions to the safety of your vehicle. I'm sure that uh, almost all cars will have this within the next couple of years. Uh, what a great idea. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, and, and, so, and you're talking about uh, night blindness, correct? The, yes, the drive. yes, especially on turns. Yeah, exactly. That would be a great feature, great safety feature. Hey, I'm 75, and I got night blindness, and the last thing I want to do is get on the road, you know, with that yeah. kind of a, well, disadvantage. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, guys. Well, Howard, Cy, thank you very much. You guys are great callers. Yeah. And I love I love the team. Cy, <laughs> too bad you got to go back up north. Well, I love your team as well. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you guys could do a conference call and do a team a conference call. <laughs> you know, okay. I was going to give right. the I was going to give the both thank of you, you. A, like an a AKA kind of a you know uh, like you know like uh, click and clack and you know things of that yeah. nature. Cy and Howard. Hmm. Cy and Howard. There you go. 
I knew Stu could come up with something. Hey, uh, give us a call. Our lines are open. Uh, Tina's been waiting, so uh, hang on, hang in there for a minute, Tina, while I give out some information. Uh, give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, and you can text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, I want to share just a little snippet of information here. Uh, the Earl Stewart on Cars podcast is now available on SoundCloud. We posted all of our past shows going back to the beginning of January. So if you can't tune in to hear our show live, well, uh, you can you can go ahead, and that's, you, you know, every Saturday morning from 8 until 10, uh, if you don't already know. So uh, you've, if you've missed any of our past shows, you can hear them now whenever you want on SoundCloud. Simply go to soundcloud.com slash Earl on cars or download the SoundCloud app from the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. If you would like to see the YouTube video on the Greco Mazda Mystery Shopping Report, which we have today, um, actually, that was from last week. Yes. So uh, you can go to youtube.com slash Cars, and uh, that is the uh, Greco Mazda Mystery Shop from last week. And uh, the uh, the newer version uh, today, Mystery Shopping Report, is from a Rigo Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat of Fort Pierce. Boy, that's quite a mouthful. Okay, so we are going to go to Tina, the little ballerina from Bonita Springs. How do you like that, <laughs> Tina? Hey, Tina. <laughs> How y'all doing this morning? Great. <laughs> We're just sitting here waiting to hear from you. Oh, thank you. Um, I was going to answer the question earlier about the airbag repair. Uh, I remember quite a number of years ago, I wanted some work done to, to the dear old departed Miata that I used to have airbag-wise. And the people that I took the car to, this was an independent car repair shop. They would not touch it with a 10-foot pole. They said Anytime you want to have the airbags work on, you need to go to the dealers. They're the only ones that really are authorized to do anything with your airbag system. Yeah. And I was also thinking about, you know, disabling the, the passenger side airbag more for my mother than anything else because my mom is short and she doesn't need to be close to an airbag. And they wouldn't come near it just for liability reasons. So I think it depends upon the shop. I remember you were saying about having, the, having you sign a release. I mean, there's some that won't even touch it then. So I think it's a case-by-case -case basis. Well, yeah, I can see why uh, it is a very scary thing. And if you're not a factory-trained representative uh, on that particular car, uh, you really would be taking uh, the uh, owner's life in your hands. And I, I, they were very smart. They're being right. They're being honest uh, to say we can't work on it. If you got a Honda, you go to a Honda dealer and get a good technician. If if you have them work on your airbag. And body shop, too. A, yeah. lot of times, a lot of times when you have a repair after a collision, you have to reinstall an airbag, and that requires the factory to do it. If you go to an uh, independent body shop for a repair uh, and your airbags went off, you should be absolutely sure that the manufacturer of your car's technician trained in that car was the guy that puts the airbags back in again. Now, this brings about another question. Say, for instance, you get into an accident and both airbags deploy or all of your airbags deploy. Will the insurance company automatically total your car on that basis? Uh, you know, it depends on the... I, I, Where's I, Alan? We need yeah, Alan. We need Alan. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I, 
the insurance company's total car is based on the percentage of the cost of the repair. If the value of the car for round numbers is 10000 and the repair is 7500 that's three quarters, most insurance companies would call that a total. So it's just a matter of the equation of adding the cost of the airbags, which are quite expensive. So an airbag yeah. repair is in the neighborhood of what, like $3,000 or something like that? So anytime you have one or certainly two or more airbags to be replaced, you're coming close to a total. By the way, uh, just as, wow. an, as an aside, uh, be very careful when your insurance companies are totaling your car or not totaling your car. They can get you in trouble either way. Sometimes you want your car to be totaled. Insurance companies oftentimes will not declare your car a total, but as the repairer gets inside the car and they start, as they say, tearing down the car, they find <laughs> my, more and more damage. So what you believed was a 30% percentage of the car being damaged turns into a 75% after they get inside. Then you're fixing a car that should never be fixed, and you don't want to do that. You want to get a replacement car, but that's a... Yeah, a that reminds me of the old bumper stickers that said that used to say, go ahead, hit me, I need the money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and I have, a, I have a question for Rick. Okay, most of the cars down here in Florida are four-door heavy sedans. And we're getting to that point that in a couple months we will be in rainy season. I know Florida's a tinderbox right now. People, please do not show cigarette butts out of the window. Our state oh, is not an ashtray. Yes. Just mentioning that. But um, I was wanting to know for a nice average sedan, four-door sedan, what brand of tires do you really like that are reliable? And what brand of tires, what kind of tires do you think are great for our wet roads in Florida in the summer? I am going to defer to Consumer Reports, and uh, you go to Consumer Reports. Uh, this is why. This is what my dealership uh, studies when we buy replacement tires. There are a lot of tires out there with uh, brand names, and uh, brands can cost you a lot of money. You know, you go to Tiffany's and you buy a diamond ring, you can get the same uh -huh. diamond, yeah. same diamond ring at Costco for about half the price. So. Don't buy Firestone or Michelin or Goodyear just because of the name. Now, that's not to say that they don't make very, very good tires. They do. Sometimes cost is a is a very – but sometimes you know, you'll see Japanese tires and Korean tires, even Chinese tire, tires that are high quality. Consumer Reports is the ultimate authority because they don't take opinion. They actually road test these tires, and they will tell you by region of the country, by weather – uh, by road condition, the best tire for you. They even have the best all-around tire. But off the top of my head, uh, uh, I would say I, I, Michelin's a good tire. Pirelli's are a good tire. Uh, Japanese tires. Are I like Toyo. Toyo actually. tires. Toyo tires are, good tires. are very Toyo, good. Uh, How about Kumos? My, Kumos favorite good. my favorite tires ever on my Miata were Toyo T1S. Those things were great. They yeah. didn't last super long. Yeah. But they handled well, and they were great in the rain. So if I ever could get another set of Toyo T1S for this car I have now, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. I agree, There's so many different specifications. I mean, I, I, I wish they didn't make it so complicated. I feel like when I walk into Publix to buy a, a box of cereal, you know, there's 8,000 oh, different boy. kinds of cereal. Oh, all, I want, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all I want is some grape nuts. I mean, don't do the... You know, don't don't give me 85 choices. Yeah. And you go to Consumer Reports, you want to buy a set of tires, you're going page after page after page. I usually focus on the best all-around tire, although yep. living in Florida, I sure don't need to worry about snow or ice. But 
Uh, I just don't like to complicate life. But when you say this tire, Toyo tire, or this tire, uh, sometimes it's a really good tire for this application, but there's another tire that's a better buy for another application. Absolutely. And, and I've, I've seen true. some tires Speed that work great on else. most cars, but not on others. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have and then you have speed rating and everything else too, which is a whole other issue. So it depends upon the vehicle. I, I kind of figured it wouldn't. There would not be. I knew there would not be a general answer. No, no. Because every vehicle is different. Every driver is different. Every condition is a little bit different too. Absolutely, and like Earl said, Consumer Reports is the best place to get your basic information and, and decide what you're looking for, and then go for it from there. You know, Consumer Reports. One of the one of the things that you use that you should use it for is just so you don't make a bad mistake because there are a lot of good tires out there there are a lot of good cars out there a lot of good refrigerators but there's also some really really bad ones so the first thing i look at when i'm when i'm looking at the ratings of a product and consumer reports i look at the bottom of the list because if i'm thinking if i saw something on sale and a really good deal and that's the worst refrigerator ever made I'm not oh, going to no. buy that. I might not buy the mm-hmm. one that's on top of the list because maybe I get a better deal on the second or third one. But, you know, the the top three or four in the rankings are all pretty good products. But you don't want to yeah. buy the Point one on the you, bottom. You need to know. You need, you to, need know. to know. Exactly. Yep. Yes. At Consumer Report is worth its weight in gold, as you well know, Tina. Yeah, and then if you're just looking for reliability on cars and you want real-time information and you also want something online, carcomplaints.com is great, too. Yeah. Would you repeat that that again? That place is awesome, that site. Carcomplaints.com? Yes. Yep. Just in case our listeners uh, didn't jot that down last week whenever you called, Tina's repeating that website that would be very beneficial to you. CarComplaints.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I found another one. I think it's called Lemonade. And uh, Lemon, L-E-M-O-N-A-I-D. And they actually put out a publication every year. And they also have an online website. They go by the reliability of each car model. And they go in detail in pretty good depth. That's so interesting. That, I do, yeah, I do believe it's called Lemonade. L-E-M-O-N-A-I-D. That's and I saw that the other day. I thought, wow, that's really fascinating. It was very good. Yeah, I have to check that out because it's a, I've been passing mm-hmm. out, well, the last uh, 10 years, uh, the Lemon Law. And you can go there and you can get, you know, all kinds of information. But the uh, website you're talking about is LemonAid.com. Dot, dot I, 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 I do. It's I do, LemonAidCars.com. I, do I will send you the hey, link Tina, later. Tina. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link later on. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tina, that's LemonadeCars.com. Okay. That's great. Okay. Hey, Tina, while we got you there, you gave us another great website uh, three or four weeks ago, and it was about how to fix cars and, and you know, do your own your work. Do you do you recall that? Uh, you're talking about Scotty Kilmer? Uh, I'm not sure. Do you He's remember? He's kind of a tree mechanic, and he'll show you how to do things, fixing your own vehicle. Wow, I wish I could remember that one. Yes. Scotty Kilmer is the guy on YouTube, uh-huh. and he's got some fantastic yeah. videos out there. I, I think um, that was the one. The car complaints. Oh, I, I mentioned I mentioned engineering explained. Engineering engineering explained was last week. That I was it. That was it. Engineeringexplained.com. Very good. I'll tell you what, yeah. uh, the, you know, like I say, if people will just avail themselves of the information on the Internet and these really great websites, 
Uh, they can answer so many questions. And you just got to remember to ask yourself uh, to go to the Internet. You just, you know, don't ask your friend. Don't ask the, uh, uh, the guy on the cor- at the corner gas station. Go to the Internet. And, yeah. uh, A wealth great, of information. Great information. Keep you out of trouble. Yeah. And, Tina, that's engineeringexplained.com? Yes, and if you're a car nerd or a nerd in general, you will be in heaven if you look at the YouTube channel. You'll be in heaven if you look at that YouTube channel. He's, yeah, he's so in-depth right and so precise and everything else. Yeah, just like watching a surgery, you know? Yeah, except a little bit less gross. <laughs> oh, it just, you know, attacks Maybe your you're senses. You're digressing, honey. You're yeah. digressing. Oh, I'm in the weeds. I'm in the weeds. <laughs> Just don't, that's what I just don't do surgery yourself, that's all. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Tina, they're picking on me because I love to watch surgeries on YouTube. Hey, she's, listen, listen, her neck is bothering her. Give her, you know, be nice, people. <laughs> well, let me, let me do some work on you. I'm going to look that up uh, on YouTube. Earl you, need to, you need to eat, Earl, you need to give her a shoulder rub once in a while. There you <laughs> go. Oh, no, he can't touch my shoulders today. Last time I tried that, she Aww. screamed. <laughs> well, how about, well, we how had the how police at the house. What? Excuse? I said, how about a hot pad and some tea? <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. Hey, I'll take whatever I can get this morning. I'm <laughs> I'm running on empty. Tina, you're a fabulous Aww. caller. I appreciate you giving us a call. You, um, I would say that you're encouraging the ladies to call because you, yeah, Earl, <laughs> Stu, Rick, myself, we just talked about a, a potpourri of things here, and uh, we really helped each other out. So, ladies, if you're listening, this is Tina from Bonita Springs who's calling. And she wants more lady callers. Right, Tina? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And I texted you last week about something I was thinking about, about when women go to buy cars. You have to look at it like an adversarial but civil uh, mediation with your ex, Mm -hmm. except you're getting what you want. And if the mediation doesn't work out to where you don't get what you want, then you have the freedom and you have the right to walk away. And don't worry about hurting anybody's feelings. Most of these car salesmen don't have feelings, I to tell you. Yeah. Hey, the, You're my kind of gal, Tina. The, the, <laughs> last time I did that, the last time I did that, Tina, boy, I'll tell you what, the office was on fire during a mediation. So uh, that's, that's, that's a good example. Tina, thank you so mm-hmm. much for calling, and we look forward to hearing from you next week. Yeah, please call again. Thanks, guys. Thanks. I certainly will. Alrighty. My pleasure. Have Bye. a great weekend. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have got uh, a couple of numbers to uh, give you so that you can give us a call. You do make the show, and uh, we go over the good, the bad, and the ugly. The telephone number is 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to pick up that uh, uh, edition, the 2018 auto issue, Oh, my goodness gracious, uh, I'll never put this down. It has everything in it. Uh, 255 vehicles that are uh, rated and reviewed, so they'll break it all down for you. 2018 auto issue of the Consumer Report. Now back to the recovering car dealer. We had a text uh, uh, five minutes ago. I'll just read it. It's, not, uh, it's a comment more than a question. 
I tell my family and friends to watch out for the fake window stickers. They look like these are part of the official window sticker. If they show you a big discount, don't get excited because they are probably taking that off the made-up sticker price. Yep. There's an informed consumer, and, uh, of course, he's talking about the Monroney label that we talked about earlier in the show. And that's exactly what they do. That's the purpose of the phony Monroney, to inflate the asking price of the car, make you think it's the official Monroney label, the MSRP, the manufacturer's suggested retail price, which it is not. And by adding two or $3,000 profit, they can give you a two or $3,000 discount, and they're still selling you the car at full sticker price, yep. which is absolutely crazy. You know, Tina said something uh, in her call. I love Tina. She's got very, very smart lady. And uh, she said something about you can't hurt a car salesman's feelings because they don't have any feelings. That was a little tongue-in-cheek. Uh, and, but w- what she said is important because salespeople, and I respect salespeople. I mean, they're, they're a successful salesperson, uh, honest, transparent, successful salesperson. That's an honorable profession. And I really, I, we, we love good salespeople. But part of a good salesperson's personality profile is to be able to handle rejection mm-hmm. and that's that's what Tina was alluding to when you say you can't hurt a, a salesman's feelings uh, that's not literally true I know there's salespeople out there that would take issue with this but a very good salesperson can plow through rejection over and over again mm-hmm. because if you don't you can't be successful in a car dealership a typical car dealership car salespeople will sell maybe 10 to 20% of the people that they talk to. So that means that if they're selling uh, 15% of 100 people they talk to, 85 people reject them. Now, if you or I, or if you're not a salesperson, are rejected 85% of the time, you're not going to like what you do. So when you are dealing with a car salesperson, do not be afraid to be direct and reject him and go, as Tina said, somewhere else. Because when you say to that salesperson, I'm sorry, I don't like the price, I don't like the car, or I don't like the way you're treating me, or I don't like the selection, whatever, and I'm going somewhere else, he may have uh, uh, crocodile tears, but that's what they are. Yeah. They're crocodile tails. He's not really feeling bad about that. He's ready to go to that next. The very walk. best salespeople in the world are still getting rejected by half the people they talk to. Exactly. Uh, an outstanding. Nobody sells more than half the people they talk to. So, Tina, a very, very astute observation. Absolutely. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go to Bob, who's been holding in. Uh, Bob's calling from West Palm Beach. Good morning, Bob. Yeah, good morning. Well, I have an insurance question. I don't know if you can can answer this. I have a 2003 Honda Odyssey, and I'm ready to renew my insurance. And should I forget about the collision? They pay. I have a $250 deductible. And they pay whatever the value of the car. You know how that is. Is it worth the while, or should I? Well, Bob, here, you know, a lot of this depends on, on you and, and your personality and and your uh, tolerance for aggravation and pain, so to speak. Uh, insurance 
to me is to pay for something that I cannot afford to pay for myself. In other words, if I have something insured, be it my house or my car or my health or whatever it is, and I can anticipate what might happen to the car, and I will be able to take that money from my savings account and fix the car, and it will not affect my lifestyle. In other words, I'm not going to be, uh, I can still buy medicine, I can still you know, pay to have my clothes for my children, I can still make my mortgage payment. In other words, I can fix that car and it doesn't affect, it doesn't affect my lifestyle. On the other hand, if, if the cost of whatever I insure is going to cause me to have to go out and borrow money or maybe not do something important like buy clothes for my kid, uh, then I'm going to buy the insurance policy. The reason I say that is the insurance policy is always profitable, virtually always profitable, the insurance companies. Matter of fact, insurance companies are among the most profitable institutions, companies in the world. Warren Buffett is one of the number two, number three richest men in the world. He made most of that through insurance. And insurance companies make a ton of money. So that premium you pay every month is putting money in their pockets, and they make a lot of money. But that doesn't say that you shouldn't buy insurance. In your case, Bob, uh, you have an older car. I would, in your shoes, not buy. I would. I would. I would not buy collision insurance. I would say that that I've got enough money where I wouldn't like to do it. But if I wrecked the car, I could go out and buy another one to replace it, uh, or a buy or or to uh, or to yeah, fix it. Yeah, that would be the case. Fix it, yes. yes. And it wouldn't, wouldn't hurt me that bad. Me 250 bucks. 250 bucks. That's that's what I would suggest. Uh, but if it keeps you awake nights, then I'd go ahead and buy it. Okay. Oh, by the way, I used to do business with you, with your brother, Earl, uh, Doug. The Doug. Yes. Down on the Flamingo. Yeah, uh, Stuart <laughs> Pontiac, 1928 South Texas. Yeah, right across from the Carefree Theater. <laughs> yeah. Neither of which are there anymore. Oh, right. oh yes. <laughs> oh, no, no. You've gone a long time. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Bob. Appreciate the call. Thank Great thanks, call. Bob. Thanks Bye. for the call, Bob. Give us a call again. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you are a very important part of the show, so give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, remember that we do have the Mystery Shopping Report coming up, and that is from Arego Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat of Fort Pierce. You want to stay tuned for that. That now name is a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about that mystery shopping report, uh, for, especially for our true oldies uh, listeners. And they hear we're going to do a mystery shopping report. Well, let me tell you exactly what our mystery shopping reports are. They're really kind of cool. Nobody else does mystery shopping reports. I know of no one on radio. I know of no one on television. Uh, we, every week, we go out and send an undercover agent. I mean, a real, like, spy kind of a person. And uh, we send them into a car dealership, and they pretend to buy or lease a car. Sometimes we do to uh, pretend to buy or, or maintain or repair the car, but mostly we go in and pretend to buy a car. Sometimes we look for an uh, advertisement. We've even played uh, television ads, you know, played the audio on the air uh, to go in to see what the offer was and see do they honor the offer uh, we go in and we simulate the actual purchase or lease, and we name the dealership. 
That's what really makes it unusual. We name the dealership. We name the car salespeople. We even name the sales managers. Everything is just as is nothing withheld, nothing held back. And I guess I amaze myself. I can't believe that I haven't been sued. I just knocked on wood. I haven't been sued. Actually, I want to be sued. Uh, and I and, th- and that's the point I'm making. And the reason I haven't been sued is because libel and slander can only be proven if you tell the truth. If you don't, if you don't tell if, the truth, excuse me. Mm-hmm. If you don't tell the truth, so truth is a perfect defense against libel and slander. Now that's a reason I haven't been sued. Now I was hoping I'd be sued anyway. Because it's so much fun. It w- well, beca- <laughs> because it would be a media circus. Yes. It would be a media circus, and we would have so much material for this show. I mean, and and I would just love to be in there in front of the jury <laughs> and talk and talk about ABC Chevrolet or, or DEF Honda and, and, and talk about it. I mean, it would just be, if we could get cameras in the courtroom, it would be so much what fun. What did George Bush say? Uh, bring it on? Bring it on, yeah. <laughs> bring it on. Anyway, I think we might have a caller over here. We're going to go straight to Mike, uh, who has been holding from West Palm Beach. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Hey, Mike. Great. Good. I'm a second-time caller, and I'd like to ask a question. Can I name it? I just purchased a a, um, 2015 ACS Cadillac. Can I mention where I got it or no? No, sure. I encourage you to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I bought it from... Auto Nation on 45th Street in Congress, uh-huh. and I was uh, very pleasant uh, people there. Mm-hmm. Even had a, a female uh, salesman there who I didn't use, but excuse me, they were uh, very pleasant there. Mm-hmm. My point is, I want to go over some of the things that I purchased on my on my sheet, and okay. then I still have a couple of days to um, renege and and take them off. I just want to go over, like, I, I know uh, you mentioned about the dealer fee. I, I had a dealer fee of, oh, excuse me, um, let me see how much the dealer fee was. Uh, Sometimes they $799. $799. $799. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, $799. Pure profit. And, uh, oh, that pure went profit. Up. So, but... Yeah, but I said I didn't want to get it, but they said you have to get it because of this and that and everything. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I said okay. You know, I mean, I'm not going to argue because I got a very good deal on the car. Mm-hmm. But now I say that maybe that's why they're, they're jacking up everything else. The, the list price that I paid was was very very uh, reasonable mm-hmm. on on this car. Mm-hmm. So the dealer fee. What do you say about the dealer service fee? Don't pay it. <laughs> well, the dealer service, the dealer service fee, Mike, is is profit to the dealer. Now, unfortunately, we have some terrible laws in Florida protecting dealers and allowing them to charge this fee. But there is a law that says that when they advertise a car, they must include the dealer fee in the advertised price of the car. So if you responded to an advertisement on the Cadillac that you bought from AutoNation on 45th Street in West Palm Beach, and that price that you responded to, the attractive price, you responded to included the 799, then they can include it in the advertised price. But if you came in on the advertised price and they added it after the fact, they've broken Florida law. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So did you respond? I see, it, did you respond to an advertisement? Uh, no, no. I just okay. went in there to look because yes. someone had told me that uh, there's there's more Cadillacs there than you can shake a stick at, and there's a mm-hmm. wide variety, and you know they're they're uh, honest and 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 reliable and very mm-hmm. pleasant, which I, I found that all to be true. Mm-hmm. But as I said, I just want to know about the <clears throat> you know these these fees that they hit me for here. Um, the dealer fee seven ninety nine. Then, th- then they got me here for a um, a battery and uh, what is it? A battery disposal. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it was more than disposal. It was. Uh, I can't find it right now. Yeah, but I'll, I'll skip that one. Let's go, let me just go on to the <clears throat> optional accessories that okay. I got. Right. Okay, I got the uh, appearance protection. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was for four ninety nine. All right, it's called appearance protection. Okay. Then I got tire and wheel protection, mm-hmm. and cosmetic wheel protection. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and these were not cheap. How the, much the were they? Cosmetic there? wheel pro- cosmetic wheel protection five hundred and fifty four dollars. Wow. <clears throat> tire and wheel protection uh, seven hundred and nine dollars. Oh my. <laughs> I'm, I should I shouldn't be laughing. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not I'm not done. Uh, dense protection, four ninety nine. Oh my! And appearance protection, another four ninety nine. Oh! And what they were telling me, what they were telling me is that you know, for, uh, if I get a dent in the car, <clears throat> they'll fix it. If mm-hmm. if my dog uh, you know uh, tears the leather, mm-hmm. uh, punctures it, they'll fix it. Mm-hmm. You know. They said you have your coverage, you know, head to toe as far as all these uh, all these things. But I'm saying to myself, I, I don't know if I'm do I need all of these things. And then then they got me for um, <clears throat> excuse me um, tag, a, a tag agency fee one forty nine sales tax okay Palm Beach County tax tag title fee one fourteen. So it, it bumped the car up to another uh, twenty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike, uh, well, you're the victim of a phony Monroney, which we talked about earlier. And yes, I the, was listening. And these, these that's uh, why I'm calling. Yeah, exactly, and and these this appearance package and the uh, cosmetic protection of the wheels and the tire and wheel protection and the rest of the ones that you name over two thousand dollars. They're all dealer fees, really. Uh, they're uh, they're very very low cost to the dealer, and uh, I'm, the appearance package probably costs the dealer. 150 bucks, maybe, mm-hmm. and he's charging you 499. So, by inflating, mm-hmm. by adding these products that you don't need, uh, I would not have paid any of these. I would not have wanted any of these. Anything that a car dealer adds to the to the car in the way of what they call uh, options is wor- usually worthless. And it's it's added just to boost the price of the car, so they can either add to their profit when you decide to buy it, or when they advertise the car, they can give you a big discount because the cost to them of these packages is, is nominal. So uh, you've already taken delivery of the car, and it's too late for you to do anything. But uh, the less no, it's not. No, oh, it's, it's not. not. I, oh. I can I can have a a week 
to uh, to change, you know, to take these appearance, uh, all these uh, paint, paint dents, uh, tire wheel protection. Wonderful. I can take them off. That's take why I'm off. calling now. Take them all off, Mike. Every one of them. They're worthless. Uh, you don't need it. Uh, and uh, the dealer fee, that's going to be the, tif- the tough one uh, because they don't like to take that off. Uh, you can try, but uh, but certainly the appearance packages and the uh, and the cosmetic uh, wheel package and, the, mm-hmm. and all the rest of you name you name four ninety nine four ninety nine five fifty four seven oh nine and four ninety nine that's yep. that's every one of them you don't want any of those and uh, if okay. they, if they give you an argument uh, uh, go to another Cadillac dealer. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing is now, I spoke to the uh, the finance man, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I called him back, and he told me, see, I'm, I'm leasing, I'm, I'm paying it off, mm-hmm. all right? I put down $5,000, and I'm going to uh, pay the, uh, I'm uh, paying it off in December when I get my um, RMD from my IRA, okay? okay. I'll have some extra money, and I want to pay it off. Uh-huh. But right now, I'm le- you know, I'm not leasing it. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I have a loan on it mm-hmm. for um, uh, sure. 286 which is not bad. Uh, but he says to me, I went to him, he says, well, when you come and pay it off, we'll take these things off. No, no. Uh, that's, a, that's a real gamble. I uh, huh. First of all, uh, if he wants to put that in writing and you want to have a, a, a your lawyer review it, uh, then possibly, mm-hmm. yeah, then maybe. But for a verbal promise from the finance manager at AutoNation Cadillac on 45th Street, uh, it's not worth mm-hmm. the, uh, not worth even paying attention to. You can't rely on that. Right, right. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I haven't bought a car in a long time. Yeah. I've, I've kept my older cars, and you know, I, I listen to you, and I'm saying, you know. I should check and see. Uh, you know, they seem very nice. Like I said, they uh, yeah. very, very hospitable. Like, you know, looking to help. Yeah. And uh, but you know, like I say, when it comes that when it comes to money, you have to be careful. Yeah. Money, uh, you know, that makes the world go round. And and I know that the price was very attractive. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know if I can mention the price yet, but it was very, very, very good for a 2015 ATS white beautiful. I love the car. Mm-hmm. But I just want to know if I can get away with, you know, it seems a lot, you know, the, the tire and wheel and the cosmetic wheel. How much do I want to pay for my, for my tires here, yeah. you know? What am I, what am I getting? For? Yeah, they're, they're, so, pro- they're, they're probably it's, banking or booking these uh, uh, items themselves and uh, their cost of uh, repairs and costs out of pocket for these insurance policies or whatever you want to call them are, are either zero or nominal. Uh, this is uh, not untypical of car dealers. They most, most they have these packages. Usually, they put them on the uh, window alongside the Monroni label. Uh, were these displayed alongside the MSRP on the? No, you bought a 2015, so it wasn't a new vehicle. They added this after the fact. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. No, don't uh, don't right. pay, don't don't pay for these in advance, especially because you're only keeping the car for a few months. Uh, you definitely don't need them, and even if you were keeping the car for a few years, you don't need them. No, I am keeping the car. I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm paying. Yeah, uh, that's right. Financing it until December. You won't be financing I'll it. I'll pay it off. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, financing. Yeah, no, so, definitely. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to. I plan on keeping this car. It's a beautiful car. It runs beautifully. I'm. I'm really never in my life thought I could, you know, have a Cadillac. You know, but uh, I'm 71 years old. I said, if I don't get it now, when am I going to get it? You there know, you go. When I'm in the nursing home, I'll say, gee, I should have gotten that car 10 years ago, but. 
So I'm happy. But like I said, I, I listen to you, and I know what you're saying about, you know, how, uh, you know, uh, uh, car salesmen, you know, they try to get as much as they can. And I just want to know if this was legit, if you would say yes or no. So I hear you, and I'm going to go back there on Tuesday, and I'll tell them I, I, I want to get these uh, things, things taken off. Because the price went from, from <clears throat> excuse me, 17 and change to 21 and change because of the... Um, well, you know, the sales tax, okay. But then, like I said, that $2,000 of extra you know, that they said, I, you know, I need because it's an expensive car. And if, and if you, you have to have these things fixed, it's going to cost a lot of out-of-pocket money. And But I'm saying, I don't know, what am I going to do to the tires that they're going to, uh, you know, <laughs> do I need $1,000 uh, insurance on the tires? Mike, when you go back, you know, uh, when you go, just tell them to call Earl Stewart. Uh, if he has anything he wants to argue about or discuss, tell him I'd be glad to discuss it with you. Tell him I'm the one. Give him your cell phone number. Yeah, my, my, you can give my cell phone number. You can reach me directly at 561-358-1474. 561-358-1474. says, I talked to Earl Stewart the other day, and he said you're trying to take mm-hmm. advantage of me, and he'd be glad to discuss he, it he with you directly. He wants to talk to you right now. Yeah, <laughs> and he'd love to talk to you right now. Okay, Earl. Okay. All right, Mike, thank, thank you very much. much. We are cleaning up dogs. I appreciate for, for your uh, for your help. Take care. Have a good day. Bye bye. And whenever Earl's done talking to him, uh, I'll talk to him. <laughs> you you want to talk to Earl? Trust me. <laughs> I I say no more. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, give us a call toll free at eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero, and. Uh, Pick up the uh, the uh, weekly, uh, the Florida Weekly, blah, blah, blah. Those are those muscle relaxers. Uh, the Florida Weekly and the Hometown News, there you will find uh, Earl's Column, Car Dealers Exploiting the Elderly. It's done a whole lot. So you want to take a read. And uh, if you haven't picked up the weekly, Florida Weekly or the Hometown U- News, you can uh, go to Earl on Cars and you can read all of Earl's blogs. And there are several there. Very informative. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Is this a text, Stu, or did uh, No, no, no I just I yeah. screenshotted that. Yeah, Stu, we Stu, Stu went to the Florida statute on dealer fees, which you could Google. And uh, I'll read you the excerpt that applies to dealer fees. It says, uh, the advertised price must include all fees or charges that a customer must pay, including freight or destination charge, dealer preparation charge, and charges for undercoating or rust proofing, state and local taxes, tags, registration fees, and title fees, unless otherwise required by local law or standard, need not be disclosed. So the rule of thumb when you're buying a car is that the only thing a dealer can legally add after the fact, meaning after the advertised or quoted price, are government fees. Yep. So if it's a sales tax for Florida, sure, they can add that, uh, 6%. If it's a license plate and a registration that you have to buy to legally drive the car, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike mentioned a battery uh, uh, disposal fee. I believe that that's is a legit. government fee, that is. and so that's okay. So... It, the way to get around the discussion about fees, because they they don't name them all dealer fees. They name them everything. Florida law allows them, they can call them uh, 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 a box of oranges. Yep. They say, what's this? This is a, for a box of oranges. The, the owner, they can name it anything the owner, they the want. The owner really likes oranges. Yeah. Every car sale. <laughs> yeah. So if it's not a government fee, I yeah. ain't going to pay it. Rick? Yeah. Um, I've, I've heard it said that if it's added on 
after the sales tax and you're not paying tax on it, then it's a legitimate government yeah. fee. That's good, yes, good but if you point, have to Rick. pay tax on it, Correct. then that's a dealer yeah, fee. Yeah, definitely. And that's by the exactly way, what disclosure I was disclosure isn't enough. <clears throat> we see week after week in every mystery shop we do, they're, they, they, they might disclose the dealer fee. But it can't. It has to be in the advertised price. When you see that twenty one nine ninety five, yes, that dealer fee has to be in that price. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. You can't just say, yeah, we added the dealer fee. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do that, and they don't even tell you the amount of the dealer fee. Even if they tell you the amount, it's got to be included. You know, added in there. And then you have a total, yeah. and that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's yeah. the legal way to do it. Is you put it in the price. Exactly. exactly. That's why I love when you when you say, you know, we do our mystery shops, and you tell how. Uh, other places will say, well, yeah, those places that don't charge a dealer fee, they just hide it in the price. Well, that's where you're supposed to put it, isn't it? Exactly. You're supposed to include yeah, it. There isn't any in hiding. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good point, Rick. Uh, this here uh, topic that we're discussing right now, that, uh, that uh, honesty and ethics uh, in professions, let me tell you what, a lot of these car dealers are keeping us second from the bottom. Yes, take a look at the Gallup poll. Honesty, ethics in mm-hmm. professions. Boy, I'll tell you, uh, they just uh, keep us at the bottom, but we're, we are climbing to the top right here at Earl Stewart on Cars because we're exposing all of them and their dirty little secret. Give us a call with your experience, 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And we are going to go to Margaret, who lives in Boynton Beach, and she's a first-time caller. Welcome, Margaret. Ka-ching. Hi. 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 You just won yourself $50. Wow. Yeah, so when... Whenever we're done talking, you can stay on the line and give your contact information so that I can send that check out to you. So I'm welcoming you to the show, and uh, what can we do for you this morning? Thank you. I am first time calling any show, but uh, I bought a 2008 Honda Civic with 160,000 miles in it. And um, because I'm a snowbird and I just use it for four months, so I didn't want to spend a lot of money on a car, which would be in the garage for the rest of the time. So I, um, it wasn't running very smooth, and I bought it from a dealer in West Palm. Uh, he's actually a mechanic shop. And uh, it's not running smooth, but I had to go in and get a battery for the, the key, and I told them at Honda that what was going on, and they said it's probably the motor mount. There's, you know, when I stop at a light and I have the AC on, it it feels like it's going to conk out on me. Mm-hmm. Well, Margaret, no, we've got, we got somebody that knows all about cars, a mechanic that is the best in the business. His name is Rick Kearney. I'm going to let him address that question for you. Well, there, there's okay. really two things that could be causing that could make that feel that way. The motor mounts generally will cause the car to feel a vibration. That, that yeah, wouldn't necessarily, that. yeah, that, that wouldn't mean that it's going to feel like it's going to stall. If it feels like it's starting to stall out, the first thing that I would do is I would go in and I would have them do a throttle body cleaning. And Okay, call What's the name of that again? The throttle body cleaning. Clean the throttle body. And okay. this should cost you no more than about 40 or $50. Okay. 
and they're simply going to disconnect the air hose from the throttle body, which is where the air goes in the engine, and they're going to clean up that plate that's in there. And nine times out of ten on older cars, that makes them run 100% smoother. Oh, great. Yeah. Margaret, remember, uh, the price on that should be no more than $50, hopefully closer to 40 and uh, if they quote you any more than that, then find another repair. Ideally, it'd be nice if you could take it to the Honda dealer, but uh, an independent mechanic should be able to handle that. Absolutely. Yeah. An, an independent shop yeah. that specializes in, in the Asian cars, the Japanese cars, they would absolutely have every bit of knowledge on that, and they shouldn't have any problems cleaning up that throttle body. And like I say, most cases... That, that solves the issues right there and makes the car run a way smoother. Oh, that sounds great. Because I do like the car, and it is, um, you know, it's okay for me. It's good enough for now. Yeah, yeah. So, Honda's uh, a great car. I'm going, yeah, I'm going back to the guy who I bought it from. Because yeah. he said, bring it in, I'll do an oil change before you leave, which I'm leaving next week. And I will ha ask him to do that. <laughs> He should do that for me. Absolutely. Well, Margaret, call us back yes. and let us know if, if it worked, and uh, I hope it does. And uh, I hope you have a safe trip in your Honda back home, and I uh, hope you come back again next year and call the show again. We really appreciate it. Remember, <laughs> we're going to send you 50 bucks, so stay on the line. And, uh, That's great. You, that'll help pay. Hey, that'll pay for your throttle body That's right there. Right. There you go. <laughs> You're, very You're welcome, Margaret. Uh, stay in touch with us and let us know how everything turned out on that Honda. I think you got a couple of texts. Oh, got a couple of texts here. Well, you're, while you're checking those texts, I just want to mention something here. Um, NHTSA has recently announced that certain models of cars have been added onto the do not drive list for the Takata airbag recall. Uh-oh. And the 2006 Ford Ranger pickup and 2006 Mazda B-Series pickups with defective Takata airbags, based on new testing, they have been added to the Do Not Drive warning list by NHTSA, by the government. If you own one of those vehicles or any model of those vehicles that is similar to that year... Pull over now. You should immediately have your car checked to see if it's under the recall for Takata airbags. And if it is, get it to the dealer as quickly as possible. They are supposed to provide you with a loaner vehicle, and they will even tow your vehicle to the local dealership for repair free of charge. This is coming from the NHTSA's government website right now. And it's something to, that everyone needs to be aware of. This Takata thing is not going away. And it's only getting worse, and it seems like everyone else in the media has forgotten about it. Give those uh, and uh, these are getting more. Give dangerous. those cars out again, will you please? That's read. the 2006 Ford Ranger and the Mazda B Series pickups. 2006 Ford Ranger and the Mazda B Series pickups. Now, what year? 2006. Uh, the 2006 Six. as well on the Mazda. Same yeah. car. Same car. They're they're basically the same pickup, but marketed under the Ford and Mazda badges. But due to additional testing that they've been doing, they said these are dangerous to drive. Yeah, don't even. drive it. I wouldn't take it to they, the dealer. I'd park it. Right. And I'd call the dealer and say, this is where the car is. Come get it. And Tell uh, it. bring me a loaner and get this car and get it fixed because that's 
That's demanded by the government. NHTSA yep. has said you cannot drive this car. It's on there on the NHTSA's website. I'm looking at it right now. How right. is it we're the only people talking about this? Great uh, yeah. information. In Isn't that the truth? Why is this not on you got, you the, got all these the media folks out because there? Because we're not worried television. about commercials and ratings. We're worried yeah. about taking care of the people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and it. gentlemen, that's www.safercar.gov. Enter your VIN number, and you can find out whether your vehicle you're driving well, is a death trap. So I uh, can't put it any plainer than that. Give us a call toll-free. We have the uh, mystery shopping report coming up, and uh, everyone is always intrigued by that, uh, present company included. Uh, so give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. Share some of your stories, uh, anything at all, not just what we've discussed this morning. Or you can text us at 772 772- Four nine seven six five three zero. Now back to uh, what's your what's your name again? Earl. Oh, Earl. His, his moniker. Hang in there, we got thirty minutes. Got another text here. <laughs> text reads: uh, Earl, Johnny from Riviera Beach. You do a good job making people aware of all the dishonest things that go on when buying or leasing cars. But you know, if the same thing goes on when buying RVs, motorhomes, I haven't heard of people complaining about these RV dealerships. Uh, I see they do a lot of advertising on television. Yeah, there's some a huge one up there in Port St. Lucie, I think, and they're all over huge. TV. Yeah, all over TV. That's the place. And they have a huge number of recreational vehicles. You know, uh, it's 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 difficult. I I'm tempted. I've actually thought about. I'll bet there's something going on up there, and we probably ought to check it out. But. You know, we're trying to appeal to the masses. We're trying to do the most good. We have two hours every Saturday, and we're trying to save the most people. It's kind of like a triage thing. More people buy cars than buy RVs, and uh, RVs are very expensive, so people that buy RVs probably are not as hurt as much financially as people who buy cars. Maybe I'm rationalizing it. I must say out of my own curiosity, I just might uh, sneak a... I have the perfect shopper. I, I do, too, and I, I just texted him. That's Ted Kabush. Oh, t- okay. Well, you wouldn't, he wouldn't use his oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he'll, right. he'll be agent <laughs> something or other. Yeah, and, uh, but, we, but we could. We he could. just answered me. That would be that would be fun. Maybe, okay, uh, Johnny from Maria Beach, I think we just might do that because yeah. it'll be fun. Well, I we can't do Ted. it regularly, yeah. Yeah, I asked him. I said, do RV dealers behave badly like car dealers? Quick question, we're on the air. Yeah. One word answer, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we got something interesting to well, check Well, you out. know, they could yeah. probably get away with a lot more. I mean, you don't. Car dealers, you're, you're doing a lot more shopping and comparing. RV dealers, you probably don't do as much. And the and you're paying, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars for some of these things. I mean, you're paying, you know, eighty or 90000 would be a cheap RV, I guess. And, but uh, I know a lot of folks actually buy RVs to live in. They they, yeah. they store them, you know, live on the, the little campground areas and, and live in them. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is a reasonable alternative to trying to buy a home, and it's yeah. mobile. So. Yeah. He added very old-school tactics, so this could be interesting. Interesting, yeah. I would be surprised. Uh, I'd like to hear from our listeners out there if you have bought an RV. Has anybody bought an RV and they know they paid a dealer fee, or uh, were they the victim of bait-and-switch? Uh, in fact, do R- RVs, do they have Monroney labels? I don't think that they come under the uh, Monroney mm-hmm. Act. Uh, I'm not sure if they have to. Does a Winnebago have to have a MSRP? So that you compare one Winnebago against another Winnebago? I don't know. 
I, I'm just not educated on RVs. I've never owned an RV, uh, and I don't ever want to own an RV. You were thinking about it yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, I don't like the idea of a huge thing on the highway with me behind the wheel. I'm no, I, de- I definitely. Neither do I. I yes. definitely <laughs> agree with that. We don't want yeah. to put you in anything large yeah. with a steering wheel. For public safety's sake. <laughs> <laughs> not for his comfort. Hey, it's your turn to be picked on. And they do require uh, a manual truth. by the way. They do require a manual. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, that's a good point about these RVs, you know, and uh, which, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, go to www.safercar.gov uh, uh, and uh, check that out to see whether or not your RV has been recalled for the Takata recall. And, uh, Wow. That that uh, that just came up. I mean, that is great. That's a great topic mm-hmm. that we have not addressed. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. I think that we're coming up on a time that uh, we got 20 minutes left, uh, according to a good source. And uh, we are going to be talking... <laughs> No, my my uh, my friend here, oh. who's on the other side of the glass, who helps me out no. so much. That's a mystery shopping report from a Rego Dodge Chrysler Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Fort Pierce. Okay, go well, get them, Tucker. Here, here we are. Uh, we took a break this week. Mystery shopping report. We took a break this week from our anatomy of car dealer ad series and did an old-fashioned H and X mystery shop. Now, the anatomy, we take a clip of a TV ad, and we play the audio, and then we analyze the fine print and the rest of it. This is just an old-fashioned report. We paid a visit to a Rego Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat of Fort Pierce. We're just going to call him a Rego Dodge. It's easier. Because I wasn't even sure I could say all that fast. Uh, we'll call it a Rego Dodge in Fort Pierce. After seeing their advertisement for a new 2018 Dodge Challenger SXT with a low monthly payment of $189 a month. $189 seems to be popular, right? Mm-hmm. It's $189 yeah. is a well, popular it, it number. It sounds so much better than $199. Yeah, that's played out. $199. Yeah. 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 Earl Stored on Cars has mystery shopped to Regal dealerships nine times in the last three years, more recently focusing on the Takata airbag issue. Now, the reason we hit Arrigo so many times, first of all, they advertised to be the largest Chrysler Dodge Jeep, there I go again, dealership. You know, what we ought to call him is Arrigo Jeep, because he sells more Jeeps than anything else. He sells very few Dodges. Well, I won't say that. Dodge, truck, and Jeep. Uh, the Fiat's, forget about it. They don't sell any of those. I think it even has a what is the new uh, Alfa Romeo? I think he. Yeah. So, but anyway, he's a large dealer. He says he's the let's, biggest. Let's add that to the yeah. name. He says he's the largest uh, <laughs> dealer uh, for Chrysler Jeep in Florida. At one time, he was saying he was the largest in the United States. He is at, at one time may still be the chairman, national chairman of the Chrysler Dealer Council, representing all USA Chrysler dealers on the dealer council. So. We hit him nine times because of that and because uh, his tactics were, in the past, somewhat less than regal, uh, sterling, honest. And uh, we've shopped him nine times. So we have to cover the volume dealers because you buy more cars from the volume dealers, by definition. Rolstered on cars is mystery shop. Okay, 
In the past, we focused on the Takata airbag issue, and uh, we did check Arrigo Dodge Fort Pierce's inventory yesterday, and I can happily report that we could not find any Takata-affected vehicles. Now, I'm the pat myself on the back and the other members of our team on their backs because our, our efforts in the Takata realm have not only cleaned up the act for Arrigo, but for a lot of car dealers in South Florida. When we first started this uh, crusade, whatever you want to call it, a year and a half ago, has it been two years, a year and a half? Yeah. Everybody was selling cars with Takata airbag recalled, and they were they were not disclosing it. Uh, they were the car used car lots, uh, and the new car dealers used car lots also were full of cars with Takata airbags, actively selling these cars. Now it's a rarity, and in the case with uh, Rigo Dodge Jeep and uh, Fort Pierce, there were no Takata airbag for sale, uh, Takata aircraft equipped used cars for sale. And so I feel very good about that now. Again, with transparency and disclosure, I have to say that I am litigating with Arrigo, Jim Arrigo, uh, Arrigo Dodge Jeep, uh, with his uh, West Palm Beach store. And I sued him because, as I said earlier, he was selling these cars, and he was uh, selling dangerous cars, not disclosing it, and uh, that's the reason I sued him. It's in the courts. We've been to court a few times. It hasn't gone to trial. Uh, we're now appealing uh, a verdict by the judge. It's in, in the appeals court, and I'll keep you posted. So in, in all honesty and fairness, uh, there is a litigation going on between uh, Jim Arrigo, Arrigo Jeep Dodge, and me. So there you are. It's always fun, with that said, to shop the Arrigos. It is fun. Uh, you probably know who I'm talking about. The flamboyant Arrigo brothers, Jim and John, and the father's name is Joe, by the way. Uh, the flamboyant Arrigo burgers have dealerships in three locations in South Florida. Arrigo Sawgrass down in Broward. Huge, huge uh, facility down there. Arrigo Palm Beach uh, on Okeechobee Boulevard. Also extremely large dealership. Used to be an AutoNation used car lot out there. West of the Turnpike on Okeechobee Boulevard, and there's also the one in Fort Pierce, and I haven't seen that one, but I believe it's probably a large dealership. They are known in their in our listing area for their prolific and sometimes entertaining advertising. Back in the 90s, they became very well known for a series of radio advertisements featuring celebrity impersonators doing Bill Clinton and Eddie Murphy impressions. I love those. Yeah, right? it was They were fun. really entertaining. Arrigo Dodge Dodge Land. That's yeah. what they called it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More recently, their TV spots have featured the Arrigo brothers themselves starring in comedy sketches with Jim playing the straight man, uh, Bud Abbott to Lou Costello. John is the Lou Costello. Yeah, he's the, he's and, the funny one. And Jim <laughs> is uh, Bud Abbott. And they're funny. I mean, they're funny. It's not easy to be funny. No, it isn't. On television. I mean, if you try to be funny and you're not funny, that you know, it's really it's, it's embarrassing, and you don't want to do that. But Jim and John Arrigo are funny. Okay, now the ad we're checking out was a big headline banner. This is a mystery shopping report, by the way, in case you just tuned in. A Rigo Jeep, Dodge, and Fort Pierce. Um, big banner headline, special on their website. The $189 payment really stood out in huge bold print, just as we noticed the disclaimer language at the bottom of the banner ad. It disappeared. 
and a new banner took its place. I'm sure you see that's frustrating. You can't read it. That's what television uh, ads do. They blink it on the screen so you can't read it. So the big banner, 189, hits you between the eyes, and then bam, it's gone, and so is the fine print. All you remember is 189 a month. And I'm looking at a screenshot. It wasn't easy. I have it printed out on my paper here. There was no way to go back after the banner flashed off, so we had to wait. You've probably seen that if you're an internet shopper. So we had to wait for the website to cycle through a dozen or so banners, different cars or advertising, before it got back to the Dodge Challenger with a $189 payment. When it did, we were able to grab the screen screenshot. And you got to be fast, let yeah. me tell you. I mean, you got to hit. Lot it's of work. A, it was a, actually it took more than one try. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You hardly ever, you hardly ever get it on the first try. And remember, we're trying to get a screenshot. If you're trying to read it, forget about it. You yeah. can't. You have to do the screenshot first. So we've got the screenshot, uh, and it's, it stays there for about two seconds. And I'm going to read this to you. Screenshot says, you know, remember, all we have is. $189 a month in our mind. Big red. Big, big red, red print. You can't miss it. Fine print says, select models, 39-month lease, $3,000 due at signing, $0 security deposit, plus tax, tag, title, and $799.95 dealer fee. Why do they have to put the $0.95 cents in there? Uh, it scales up. $0.95 cents over a lot of cars is does, a lot yeah. of money. You sell a 1,000 cars? Almost $1,000. Yeah. Lissy pays for, this is still a fine print, Lissy pays for excess wear and tear, no, excess wear and mileage of $0.25 cents per mile for each mile over 10,000 miles per year. I'll tell you what, that's that's something that could bite you big time. I had a call last week uh, from a uh, person that had bought a car, leased a car, and had not realized until it was too late that he'd run over turning the car back in in a couple of months, kind of cost him over $4,000. Unbelievable. One no with us anything I could do. And that's closing the barn door if the horse is gone. I said, I'm sorry. you got to read the fine print on these leases. So $0.25 cents a mile for each mile over 10,000 miles per year. And then continuing with the fine print on this Arrigo Jeep Dodge Mystery Shopping Report, minimum $7.99 credit. Score required. Now, seventy ninety nine is getting right up there. That's so. Let's let's round that off to eight hundred. An eight hundred beacon score. Outside of the Pope and a few other people, I'm yeah, not sure pretty good. how many people have eight hundred plus beacon scores. Not a lot. So there is a loophole. See, there is a there is a way to back out because he, shoppers probably, in fact, most people don't have eight hundred beacon scores. Seven ninety nine. Uh, with approved credit. Includes lease, conquest, loyalty. Dun, dun, dun. Must qualify. See dealer for details. <laughs> lease, conquest, loyalty. Now, what that means, because you probably don't know, that means if you are leasing a Jeep and you want to lease a Jeep, buy a Jeep or lease a Jeep, uh, then you're lo that's loyalty. And then if you're leasing uh, a competitive make, uh, and they have specific, specified makes that you could have to qualify for, then you also qualify. So these are things that you don't know you have to qualify for, and you probably don't qualify for. And we've seen that over and over again. So we asked Agent X to go in and mention the 189 payment and proceed as if they had not read the disclaimer, just like anybody else who saw the ad. Here's the report.
speaking in the first person. I pulled into Rigo Dodge Fort Pierce, Rigo Dodge, Dodge Jeep, that's what they sold the most of. In the early evening around 7 p.m., I was quickly greeted by a salesperson named Jacob. He was enthusiastic and seemed genuinely glad to see me. That's a good salesman when they, bring, when they seem like they're glad to see you. I told Jacob I was interested in getting into a new 2018 Dodge Challenger, just the basics, nothing too fancy. He asked me to follow him so he could get some information from me. We went inside and sat down. Jacob had me complete an information form that asked questions about trade, payment, down payment, etc. When we finished, he asked me what color I liked. I said blue. Matter of fact, I do like blue. I'm wearing a blue shirt right now. Jacob excused himself to get the keys. Things were going very smoothly. He returned after a few minutes with the keys and led me outside. We found a new 2018 Dodge Challenger SXT in stunning indigo blue. The MSRP was $29,690, and there was no addendum sticker. A rarity, folks, a rarity. We talked about the phony Monroney. That's what we're talking about, the addendum sticker, a Rigo job. Jeep Dodge did not have these on this car, and I presume on any of their cars. Jacob did a nice presentation of the car, and we took a few, took a short test drive. We returned to Jacob's desk to talk business. He asked if I wanted to pay cash, finance, or lease. I told him I had visited Arrigo's website earlier in the day and saw a special $189 payment on the Challenger. Jacob explained, wonderful, let me get those numbers for you. Things were going great. Jacob left me to speak with someone I assume was the sales manager, the old back and forth. He returned with a worksheet with some printed information and some handwritten information on that. In black Sharpie pen were the terms $4,850 total out of pocket, abbreviated on the worksheet worksheet as T-O-P. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, for uh, as if there's not enough... Uh, Slang expressions, confusing expressions when you're buying something. T.O.P. Yeah, never heard of that before. I haven't either. For a $189 payment, not including tax, for 10,000 miles per year for 39 months. The out-of-pocket was comprised of a $3,000 down payment plus a $799 dealer fee, a $599 tag agency fee, and $499 lease paperwork fees. Never heard of that one either. I haven't heard of that one. And uh, you know, when I first read this, I said, is this a leasing company administration? I don't think so. No. I think what we've got here, folks, are three dealer fees. And we've talking about, let's round these off, okay? 800 plus 600 plus 500. I believe that's $1,700 total. More than that. 800 plus 600 is 1,400. Oh, 1,800. 1,900. 1,900, yeah. okay. I flunked math. <laughs> you were a physics major. <laughs> I was, yeah. That's the reason I'm not a physics physicist. <laughs> what do you I'm call a physicist <laughs> who graduates last class? Yeah, a cardio. <laughs> a cardio. I like that. Right? I told Jacob that I thought it was a lot to come up with, and it did not seem like a good deal for just 10,000 miles per year. I said I needed 12,000 miles per year and asked if I could get that without raising the payment or out of pocket. Jacob said he would need to get a credit app for me at this point, I explained that I had a freeze put on my credit, and I would need to involve my wife to get it unfrozen. I also, I guess that means uh, you put a freeze on your credit, that's for privacy protection? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, so you don't get hacked or, yeah. or fraud. That's a, that's great, uh, 
great excuse to use. I also explained that I would need to convince her, my wife, we were getting a good deal, so uh, better to go see what uh, we could do. Jacob said he would do his best. He went back to the sales manager, returned with a, a new worksheet, also written in black Sharpie pen. The payment was 189 for a 39-month lease with a 12,000 miles per year allowance. The out-of-pocket looked the same too, 4850 However, Jacob said I would have to pay the $799 dealer fee on top of that. Now, if $799 isn't out of pocket, I don't know what is. Where's <laughs> it going to come from? It's a show. It's not going to come out of your pocket. So the $4850 became a $800 plus $4850, so uh, that's a $5650. Something Did like I that. that right? Pretty close. That's the best we can do, I asked. Or I should say, that's the best we can do, I asked. He said it was, it was, so I said I would call him the morning after speaking with my wife. We shook hands and left. Okay. Arrigo played loose with the terms out of pocket, clearly, and do it signing. These, are, these, these uh, expressions are commonly used in advertising, and I don't think they should be allowed That's because right. they are ambiguous, mm -hmm. and there's no legal definition. So if you say you said out of pocket, there's no legal argument there. You just start arguing back and forth. It's like two people. I know we got four minutes to go, so let me wrap this up. Do it signing also is an ambiguous, unlegal term. They should be banned in advertising. Or define them. Exactly. Define it. And legally define it. The disclaimer read $3,000 do it signing to any reasonable person. This means the total amount of money you have to pay at the time the lease contract is signed. But no. It wasn't the case. When Agent X was presented with lease figures, the $3,000 was actually a down payment. Now, a down payment has a legal definition. Uh, and what they're talking about now was not a down payment. Technically, the lease is capitalized cost reduction. Leases are complicated, folks. That's always the reason I say all things being equal, rule of thumb, buy the car instead of lease it. More fees, all bogus, by the way, were added to that bringing the real due signing to $4,850, $1,850 more than the disclaimer in the ad indicated. Additionally, a regal sales manager raised the out-of-pocket on the second pencil. Now, to be fair, that was because it was 12,000 miles instead of 10,000 miles, so the lease factor probably went up. But he tried to make it yeah. um, look a little bit better. Exactly. By no longer including the dealer fee and the 4850 out of pocket. That was the sneaky part. And the second set of lease figures, the duet signing, had risen to $5,649, $2,649 higher than the amount in the S disclaimer. So here we are from a $189 a month payment to having to come up with $5,649 cash. You can buy a car for $5,649, and you're having to come up with this to get a $189 payment. Pure bait and switch, pure deception. Question is, as we score a Rico Cheap Dodge and Ford Pierce, by the standards that car dealers set in this market, is that where he should be not recommended? Or is that standard where you got to have some car dealers recommended? I leave it up to the wisdom of the panel. Stu? I like Jacob. He seems like a good salesperson. I don't think he's necessarily complicit. But you're right. This is a uh, a C score. I'd say a C minus score. Mm -hmm. You just got to be educated. You got to be prepared before you go in. But it's kind of par for the course. Yeah. Buyer beware. 
Nancy? Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, <clears throat> uh, the uh, the DES, uh, the TOP, the OP, uh, all of these little cute little things that they refer to, these cliches. Uh, Stu is right. They need uh, some some sort of a, a quick uh, defining uh, course. Yeah. Salespeople's terminology. Uh, for that, I, uh, you know, does just doesn't represent my culture. Uh, I'm going to give them. Uh, I'm going to give them a D. Rick, I call it a C level all the way across the board. C's. I'm with uh, Stu on the C minus, and we'll pass him. It'll go reluctantly. A Rico cheap Dodge and Fort Pierce is going our recommended dealer list, but. If we didn't have some people on our recommended list, you wouldn't have any place to buy vehicles. Well, so this we is true. Recommend recommended them. with caution. Absolutely. Yeah, power is knowledge. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think that we are at the end of our show. We want to thank each and every one of you for spending your Saturday morning with us. And you can find us right back here at the True Oldies Channel. Have a great weekend.